This is Spotlight, WMFE's arts, culture, and entertainment segment. The Spotlight is on now. I'm Talia Blake in for Nicole Darden-Creston. We're in the midst of holiday celebrations with Hanukkah wrapping up December 15th and Christmas just 10 days after that on the 25th. But one tradition not often talked about is Kwanzaa, which starts the day after Christmas. The Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community is hosting Kwanzaa with Zora, a gathering of community, history, and celebration. I caught up with Executive Director N.Y. Nathiri at the Zora Neale Hurston Museum to find out more about the event. Before we even get into this uh, Kwanzaa with Zora event, can you first kind of just tell me about the significance of where we are right now while we're having this conversation? We are sitting in the gallery space of the Zora Neale Hurston National Museum of Fine Arts in the historic town of Eatonville. And this is a special place uh, because so many people are from all parts of the country and frankly from around the world find their way to uh, the Hurston, we call it the Hurston Museum. It's, it's really quite something to see the power of individual genius and that is individual genius of Zora Neale Hurston. We are a small nonprofit and we are striving to preserve, protect and promote Eatonville her hometown. The association you all are putting on this uh, Kwanzaa with Zora event. Before we get into the specifics of that event, for our listeners who don't know much about Kwanzaa, can you tell them about Kwanzaa and its traditions? Kwanzaa is a relatively recent tradition. It was founded by a scholar in California in the 1960s, I believe, or maybe late 60s, 70s, Molano Ron Coringa. And it really is a tribute or a cultural homage, as it were, to what we call the seven principles in Guza Saba. And the celebration comes, it begins right after Christmas, and it's the 26th of December through January 1, and each day represents one of the principles. And the event, or the celebration, has really taken on a certain kind of cultural context for people of African ancestry and those who recognize it as a unifying cultural tradition. Can you remind us, what are those seven pillars of Kwanzaa? I don't remember them all, but I can tell you that Imani is one, Nia, our creativity, is another, Ujamaa, about economics. There is a a Kiswahili phrase that I can only say during Kwanzaa when I've heard someone say it because it has so many syllables and someone who knows that will, will know what I'm speaking about. And then I think um, on New Year's Day or the last day, Imani or faith. I know that the Kwanzaa with Zora event is virtual. What will people be experiencing during this event? I know it's not just one day, it's a few days. So can you tell me a little bit about what they'll be experiencing during this Kwanzaa with Zora event? This is uh, being curated by our scholar, Sidney 
Rose McCall, who is currently a PhD student at the College of William and Mary. And for the last three years, she has uh, brought together people from around the country to talk about either their experiences with Kwanzaa or to give background on each of the days. As I say, each day is a principle, uh, has a principle that is uh, looked at and explored. And so for us, this is an excellent pre-event to the upcoming kickoff to the 35th annual Zora Neale Hurston Festival season. Uh, we start on her birthday, which is January 7. And so Kwanzaa, running those seven days, the 26th of December to the 1st of January, are a perfect preamble to what is now America's longest running arts and humanities festival, celebrating the cultural contributions which people of African ancestry have made throughout the diaspora. It sounds like this Kwanzaa with Zora event is kind of like an appetizer to the Zora Neale Festival. So can you tell me, you know, what are the things that people are going to learn in, in this event? What things will they be taking away? I like to focus on the days that look at creativity, the day that looks at economic prosperity or ujamaa, economic principle, imani, about faith, because... Edenville is a perfect little case study of what community is. And those seven principles, you can actually see them within the context of the Edenville community. Of course, Edenville predates the Kwanzaa celebration as a cultural event. But the point is that you see in those seven principles how community functions, how a community that is united, how a community that is looking to develop its assets in terms of economic development, how creativity, which is the essence of the uh, Zora Festival, right brain, left brain, but that essence of creativity about faith, you know, how the team that is assembled locally and nationally to present this act of love, this gift to Central Florida and Orange County community and to those who come to uh, celebrate. As you say, it is an appetizer and it's very representative of what is the ethos of the Azora Festival. What message do you hope people take from this event after, whether they see it right when it airs or it's something they see months from now, what message do you hope they, they take from this event? In terms of the Kwanzaa programming, I'm hoping that it will allow them to reflect upon the material that they have been exposed to, uh, that they can process in their own way and in their own time what the content of the programming is. And I think that that, thanks to um, Sydney McCall, that that is really the gift. The holiday season is busy. And so when you have the ability to, when it's quiet, at your leisure, you don't have to be someplace for a performance when the curtain goes up. I'm curious if, you know, here at 
the association and, and the Zora Museum, if you all are feeling the need to step up or fill in a gap given what's going on with AP African American Studies here in the state. And I'm curious if, you know, events like Kwanzaa with Zora is one of the ways to, you know, fill that education gap in a sense. What an astute question. I I will tell you that in one way, what the Zora Festival does is really to push back in a very positive way Um, the idea that knowledge should be put in some sort of boundaries that preclude the essence of knowledge. For years, we have done what we call the Zora Book Giveaway. That is where we make an effort to get in as many children's hands as possible new age-appropriate books because we want to encourage the joy of reading. This is not about quote unquote black books. It really doesn't matter as long as it's age appropriate. Now having said that, what we do at Zora Festival is all about the positive, but the fact that we are doing it really represents, I think, a life's lesson. And I I want to even go a little bit further. On Education Day, which is always a Friday of festival, and this year will be January 26th, on Education Day, this organization makes a commitment so everyone who comes pays nothing. But our commitment is to expose the best programming possible to anyone who wants to, to, to take part in it. And so for us, it is, a, it is a positive expression of educational excellence. And so for us, it's not, we're not responding. We're simply doing what we do all the time. But given the current climate, it's just important that you stand in the space that you have historically stood in and you do that with firmness, with conviction, and with grace. As the saying goes, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. My last question is just, you know, if people do want to tap in with the event, where can they find information about the Kwanzaa with Zora event? Go to ZoraFestival.org. And I would say that you want to check in on the 20th, on the 20th of December, so you get all the information. In fact, December 25 works perfectly because Kwanzaa does not begin until the 26th of December. And again, this is on your time, so you don't have to buy any ticket, you don't have to be any place. You can just have access to the programming at will. That was N.Y. Nathiri, Executive Director of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community. Spotlight is a production of 90.7 WMFE News. Editorial guidance this week from LaToya Dennis. Support for Spotlight comes from our listeners. I'm Talia Blake, in for Nicole Darden-Creston. Thanks for listening.